welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are here for another off network Christmas episode. We're talking about some of the holiday films that have come out. Uh, this is mostly we've got Netflix, we've got own, we've got a bunch of different stuff that we're talking about. Going to be super fun. And I'm film director Rachel Wagner and Amy is here. Hey guys. Amy, how are you doing? It's finals week. I'm exhausted. <laughs> At least it's it's one of your last. You're almost done. My last. Oh my gosh. Yep. So yay. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to say that you someday grow to be sort of sentimental of things like finals, but no, you're always glad you're done with that. <laughs> there are some things I look back sentimentally about college because I loved college actually, but in finals isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> almost done. Oh, that'll be so exciting. So, well, very good luck with that. So today we are talking about some different films. We already did part one of our off network recaps this week where I talked with Gina from Cozy Cabin this last weekend. And that was really fun. Actually, I mean, I loved that podcast. I thought that one was, it was hilarious and really fun. So sure to check that out. Uh, but uh, we haven't had you on for a little bit for these recaps. And so uh, how has your Thanksgiving gone? And, and were you able to uh, uh, able to get any Christmas movie viewing in over the um, holiday? I tried a lot, but I am still so behind. I like, I've just had so much schoolwork the past yeah. couple that things have been crazy, but hopefully soon after Monday of next week, I will have more time to watch. Yeah. Christmas movies. Well, <laughs> hopefully you get to, cause there's been some pretty good stuff. It's been a pretty good season uh so far so all right well let's dive in let's talk about some of these films and let us know in the comment section what you think if you've gotten to see any of these and uh, let's start off and talk about a christmas for mary this is one of three films that own network is doing this stars Vivica Fox, Jackie Haray, Morgan Dixon, Alonzo B. Slater, and its up-and-coming journalist Lena Jones is tasked with delivering a story by Christmas that will wow her boss, magazine editor Vivian Vey, who is dangling a promotion to head writer over Lena's head. Intrigued by a portrait of a mysterious woman painted by her late grandfather, Lena journeys to the small town of Pineville where... With her mother's blessing and support, Lena uncovers a long forgotten tale of young love that not only uncovers cherished memories of the past, but also inspires Lena to follow her heart and find her own true love and her perfect Christmas story. So what did you think overall of this film? It wasn't my favorite, yeah. <laughs> but there were some elements I liked. For one, no one got like, super upset or angry that the grandparents had had a previous relationship which i'm happy uh -huh. about there wasn't like an anger or a fight about that or anything which made me happy also i do want to say that the other girlfriend i found to be hilarious <laughs> she was just like so over the top yeah. <laughs> all about me type of person and i just thought she did such a good job playing the other yeah. girlfriend it was such a funny character um well 
I do think this is hurt a little bit by the fact that this feels like the 500th movie I've seen in the last two months where somebody is following a ring or following a portrait or following a painting or, or, or a car or something that they're like researching and trying to find out more about so that, that they can, you know, give back the bracelet or the ring or the whatever it might be and there have been so many of those this year that was definitely on people's mind uh when they were writing scripts for christmas movies 2020 yeah the the amount of searching we have done this year <laughs> i was like wow everyone wants to be christmas sherlock holmes this year or something <laughs> i'm like all right That's what are we gonna find to describe it. <laughs> most of them have been pretty boring i'm not gonna <laughs> there have been a few I liked the uh time I surprisingly liked time for us to come home for Christmas uh on Hallmark Channel uh which they did a better job I think of because you had a bunch of different people's stories you were following it wasn't just one story because a lot of times it's like why am I watching these people research like that's not interesting yeah. it's kind of boring and and it makes you realize that how good a job Science Hill Delivered does, because that's basically every single episode of Science Hill Delivered is we have, a, we have a letter, we're gonna figure out who the letter belongs to, and then we figure out how we can help them with whatever problem that they had. And uh, in that, it makes you realize seeing all of these movies that, wow, they do a really good job. And I think maybe it helps the fact that that is a series. And so you don't need a lot of that kind of uh that kind of background you already care about these characters you're already invested in these characters uh and sometimes it can feel a little bit like when you're watching these searching movies it's like why why does this person really care that much about getting the bracelet or getting the ring or getting the whatever back to the original person i remember that very crafty one that we saw that it was like why does she care so much about getting this back to the person that you know they belong to this she wouldn't even that coin that she wouldn't even think about selling the coin uh when it was so valuable it seems it seems unrealistic that she wouldn't have at least thought about it you know yeah i think this one though had a little bit more of an explanation of motivation about why he was interested because it was his grandmother's story and they did find the letters in her mm -hmm. room and stuff so there was like it made a little bit more sense why he wanted to be involved in yeah. the story, looking for the story. Whereas some of these other ones, it's like, why, why does this person, like you said, why do they care? Yeah. <laughs> and I also, I did like the fact that the ending was pretty untidy. Like the fact that like it wasn't true love that they were researching and it didn't work out. And that was, interesting i mean i guess spoiler alert there but it's a recap show <laughs> you know um the the thing the problem with this movie is that the acting on the two leads was not up to snuff it was very amateurish i hate to be mean but it just was extremely wooden and extremely weak and the dialogue was also not it's not it was not on a lifetime or hallmark level i'm sorry uh, and people might think, oh, well, that's not a very high level. Well, <laughs> it's not on that level. <laughs> it was poor. I... The acting from, I think, the dad character, and then, of course, JK always does a fantastic job, and um, Vivica Fox, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think it was the two main the two leads. leads. 
And then his mom also, some of her lines were kind of odd or strange or like they seemed at weird times kind of. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it, it didn't make me believe like in the story as much because they were kind of off. I felt like if you gathered a group of your friends and you did like a little skit and you're like, wow, that's really good for like a group of my friends. But like, this is professional actors and professional movie makers. Like you expect more than just a group of friends of your friends. You expect it to be <laughs> better. And uh, yeah, in Vivica Fox, I, we'll, we'll talk about her in the next one, but I, I feel like they, today's movies are are designed to make me super impressed with her acting because she's so much better than anybody else in these movies. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I guess way to go, Vivica Fox. <laughs> it's a master thespian. We had no idea, uh, but she's she's. I mean, she's great. She's not in the movie that much either. Is Jack A. And I just get I'm so frustrated about Jack A. because I've yet to see. She's been in so many Christmas movies at this point, and I have yet to see a single one that made her funny. Like she's hilarious. Why is come on one movie make her funny like make her funny why why is that an impossibility i don't understand i always feel like they severely underuse her yeah she could be in so many like in this movie specifically she could have been in so many more scenes yeah and it just i'm like oh come on please put her in a little bit more yeah it's like the um christmas on my mind last uh last year where she was literally just a shrink like she wasn't funny at all and I was like how much potential does that have for her to be this woman's therapist who's had amnesia like that whole movie was so disappointing but but come on like make her funny she should be hilarious she is hilarious I will fight for that she is funny why not why not make her funny in these movies I I mean I have literally seen her in I mean, dozens of Christmas movies and I, none of them, they've all been like a sweet supporting kind of role. Like we might get a tiny bit of sass. I think the closest was actually last year on own when she played uh, in the, um, I think it was called a Carol, a Carol Christmas, I think that's what it was called. Um, but, uh, but she played the basically kind of like the Jacob Marley character in, uh, in, she well well it wasn't really it was more of like a family man type story where she goes back and ends up married to uh the the or she ends up not is it, no she ends up not married to the person because she had sorry these all start to run together but she ends up the lead character ends up not married to her person um because she thinks oh i would have had a better life if i hadn't made those choices and and she goes back and whatever and that one was pretty good and she's pretty sassy in it that's probably as close as we've gotten but come on make her funny please that's my call (laughs) but i don't know i thought that the acting was it was it, it was really tough to kind of take everything else seriously and i thought the dialogue was not very good in this movie um so uh, how many stars would you give it out of five? I'm going to go 2.5. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'll give it 2.5. I'll give it 2.5. Okay. 
So then we have the Angela's Christmas Wish on Netflix. This is voices of Catriona Balfe, Oscar Butler, Mo Dumford. It's a sequel to the much-loved Angela's Christmas, at least much loved by me. Um, Angela's Christmas Wish is a heartwarming tale of a determined little girl who sets out to reunite her family in times for Christmas. And I have a full review of this over on my channel. Uh, for family movie night every Monday on my channel I do a family movie night recommendation for that week I've been doing it for over four years so we have over 200 movie recommendations over there so check that out I'll put a link in the description uh, if you want I have the original also reviewed for family movie night and I have Angela's Christmas Wish and this is just this is an animated short and animated shorts are such an important part of Christmas ever since the like 1960s it's been uh charlie brown christmas you know we've had so many rudolph we've had so many classic animated shorts that are uh iconic to christmas and uh so you liked the first one correct yeah it was adorable yeah, you enjoyed it um so what did you think of this sequel i really liked it I yay they were well i wasn't what am i going to be like no i don't like little animated girls well you're a tough sell when it comes to animation so i'm always a little nervous but this one was cute i mean it was a cute story i really liked how they tied it into the first one and there were all these people yeah. around town that were like she's the girl who stole jesus yes it was so cute oh like, that's adorable i think it was a really cute story that the yes. mom was telling them and then seeing their escapades you know trying to get their dad back it was just it was a really cute it's a little more sort of uh ambling i would say than like the first one is very like focused this is what's happened this is what's going on where this they're kind of you're more sort of just following spending time with the characters kind of a thing i mean there is a plot but uh and uh, so some people might like the first one better some people like this this one better uh but i love both and i I, there's not a, I won't want to spoil it, but there is a moment that boy, it paid off for me. The look on her face, the expression, I cried. I mean, it, it really worked all the feels for me. It was good. Yeah. I, I it loved was, it. The it look so on her good. face was oh. just like priceless. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny too. I mean, the whole thing with them them trying to dig to Australia was was really cute and really funny. And I liked the animation a lot. It's very sweet. And the voice acting's all really good. And yeah, I think that these two shorts could have the potential of being something like these animated shorts that I mentioned that people watch every year that people really enjoy if you are aren't up for a feature-length film put on one of these 40 minutes and you really uh, have a really nice christmas message and i i think what's nice about these both of them is that they're they're like faith-based adjacent mm -hmm. right yeah. they're not like there's nothing preachy about them there's nothing um the you know, nothing dogmatic or, you know, like you see in other faith-based things, but they go to church, you're praying, there's faith. She talks to Jesus. So it's a little more Christian-based than a lot of these other just rom-coms that we see. Yeah. Uh, and that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's really 
also kind of general too so it's not just like yeah one sect of christianity because it's more from a child right. perspective um yeah like anybody can enjoy you don't have to be a religious person to enjoy the short but it's it's just nice i was well, we're gonna talk about the forgotten carols later on but when you watch over a hundred Christmas movies and none of them talk about Jesus at all, it's kind of like, it's kind of refreshing when you get one that at least mentions that he's part of the holiday, I, I think. So I, I like that. I think that's nice. And, uh, and so I don't know, I just loved it. It's one of my favorites of 2020 uh, Christmas movies. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So how many crowns do you give? I mean, uh, stars. I'm gonna go with four. Yeah, I'm giving it a 4.5. I really loved it. It was so sweet. So there we go. Hi, everybody. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Care Of. And Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. What they do is they have high quality products that meet personalization. If you go onto their website, takecareof.com, you can take their online quiz. And this quiz is a five-minute quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. It only takes a few seconds. And when I took the quiz, we we're able to narrow it down to my sleep needs being my highest point of concern. And we we're able to get the vitamin plan that I needed for that concern. Care of's holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one -on -one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your home. They have products that are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Care of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. And you get recommendations come in daily individualized wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into routine. And I think if you were looking for a stocking stuffer or a gift for a athlete or uh, anybody really in your life, I think that a subscription to care of is a perfect choice. Right now, the seasons are changing. It's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. Care's products go beyond vitamins and supplements to include protein powders and boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in these colder months. So check out Care of. I think you'll really enjoy the products and it could be perfect for anybody in your life. You're looking for a unique, thoughtful gift. Check out Care of for 50% off your first Care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. That's 50% off your first Care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. All right. Well, let's talk about the... Christmas together and this on ion and this is Vivica Fox, Anna Marie Dobbins, Mark Herm Herman. This is a woman leaves New York for LA after a breakup and falls in love while renting the guest house of a young father. So this movie, <laughs> again, Vivica Fox is incredible. I, but boy, these other two actors were rough. I thought they felt yeah they felt extremely amateurish to me especially him she was a little bit better but i thought he was 
kind of terrible um the little girl was fine it's a fine premise in movie but whew, i thought it was a rough a little bit of a rough sit i i mean i feel like i have a pretty i give I, a pretty long leash for these made for tv movies you know obviously they don't have that much of a budget but man i thought he was just so like flat all his line readings were flat to me um so it was a rough set in my opinion but vivica fox is great i like her <laughs> more than I like, ever i like the little girl character and i like vivica a fox's character yeah the thing about the main couple is like i like the story and i wanted it to be good because there's not a ton of these movies that are made about LA. I'm sorry. Yeah. Normally LA yeah. is always the don't go there. It's evil. There's no snow. You can't have Christmas there. And I'm like, okay, well, I've been doing it for the past 23 years. So obviously there's something wrong with me, but <laughs> like I was hoping, but it just, they had no chemistry. The main two actors, no chemistry. Like, and I don't know if it was the dialogue or what, but they just, they didn't I don't know. They didn't well, click and, or mesh. And, and Ion can make good films like Snowman's Hello, hilarious. We love that. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, it was, it was a struggle. But the whole idea is kind of funny. The idea that you have this little girl that sets up, that rents out her guest house. Uh, and what I think would have made it funnier is if like she'd gotten to the guest house and it was it was all done up like a little girl would think would be a nice guest house right you know so it would have like I don't know hello kitty uh, <laughs> sheets or something you know what I mean like if they had kind of leaned into the story to make it like what a little girl would actually like think oh this is gonna super impress but they didn't it looked like super fancy and nice and um so i don't know christmas it is what she did she christmas yeah it. but yeah. not like in a way a little girl to me it looked professional oh well i mean don't she think? was 11 or 12 she wasn't like i guess that's true <laughs> but but i don't know i just feel like they could have made that would have been really funny like i think that actually hallmark did a better job with this with the christmas doctor where he uh, she holler on to pete uh goes to stay at this uh she's like a temporary doctor right she's only there for like two weeks and so she goes and she's staying in the old house of uh the the other the love interest character and it hasn't been like lived in since the 80s and so it has like all of this weird it's got like vhs tapes and and <laughs> star wars stuff everywhere and like that was that was funny you know what i mean like that had a little more character than this just like pristine fancy hat you know guest house like it, there was just ways i think they could have made it like a little given it a little more character a little more personality made it a little funnier um but because that concept is funny the idea of a woman renting a house from a little girl is funny yeah but, but I you're feel right i mean she's like a she's like a teenager i feel basically. like she found out too quickly i wish it would have been that she had yeah and was staying and maybe she was there for a few days or like a day or whatever before he found her i think that right. would have been, that would have been funny or something else like that um but yeah, yeah it was just it was just I, I i mean i hate to be too hard on any actors because you're out there making stuff so way to go but it, it was just not it didn't work for me his performance <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, so I'll give this uh, um, one and a half stars. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. All right. So then we have The Forgotten Carols, which I'm going to talk about real quick. So this is a this is a Christmas classic in in my neck of the woods <laughs> but it has gotten some play all over the country uh, it was actually originally written in 1991 and uh it's uh we're actually gonna maybe do a whole episode uh, on it uh, with because we uh, me and cammy are going to be interviewing michael mclean the composer tomorrow so super exciting and uh he wrote it in 1991 as an album and then it got the stage adaptation uh and basically the idea behind the show is that uh is that this old man named uncle john he comes and he's kind of like an angel type character and he's and he there's this sort of busy nurse who's who's forgotten about christmas and named constance and he keeps calling her connie lou and she's like stop calling me that and anyway and so he starts telling her the forgotten carols of christmas and so there's a song about the innkeeper who didn't let jesus in there's a song about uh, the shepherd who was late uh there's a song about uh there's one i really love called i cry the day they take the tree down um, which I think is such a beautiful song. Uh, there's uh, Mary, let me hold her baby, which is sung by a single woman and, and, um, uh, and it's beautiful. And so there's the thing that's nice about this, as I was saying about uh, the Christmas wish is that this is, this is unabashedly a Christian feature. And this is a filmed play of, and they actually put it on in September uh, to a small crowd, uh, socially distanced, and uh, they filmed it. And uh, they have like a few little tweaks to make it more modern because obviously it was written in 1991. And so they have things like Uber and Alexa and you know things like that written into the script. But I, I really love the songs. I think they're beautiful. They're very like sort of that kind of Christian pageantry that you get in things uh in um uh, that you'll have in in evangelical pentecostal type of worship that kind of that kind of singing so if that's not your thing you're not going to like it but i like that kind of singing and the songs are the, they're a little over the top but i think they're beautiful and so if you're craving something that is more christ focused this holiday season that's quality i think that this is a and you like you like musicals, you like live plays, uh, then you'll, I think, really enjoy this. And for somebody who has been really missing live theater, I haven't been able to see it, obviously, the, pretty much this whole year. I really enjoyed watching it. And, uh, and I, I think it's, it's something, it's non-denominational. So anybody of any faith, any Christian faith can enjoy it. And uh, I think it's definitely worth right now. It's available at the theaters right now, but you can also get it on DVD and I think it'll be streaming and everything too. So take a look for the Forgotten Carols. I have my review over on my blog and I'd give it, uh, I, I'd give it like 4.25 stars. So you just check it out. I think you'd like it, Amy. Okay. 
All right. Well, let's talk about the Christmas Spectacular. Speaking of Broadway shows, Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes. And this is the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes is an annual musical holiday stage show presented at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. The 90-minute show features more than 140 performers in an original musical score and combined singing, dancing, and humor with traditional scenes. And so this is on the Peacock Network, by the way, if people have that streaming service. Uh, had you ever, have you, you probably heard of the Rockettes, but have you heard about the show before seeing it? No, all I've ever seen of the Rockettes was Macy Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving mm, break. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever seen the Rockettes. Okay. So. Well, uh, so for, uh, for me, this watching the show had a lot of personal meaning because uh, when I was, uh, when I was around your age, uh, in 2000, I, uh, my cousin and I had this plan that we were going to get our grandma to take us to New York City. And uh, we were pretty close. She was the closest cousin to me in age. And my grandma loved the, loves the Rockettes, loved the Rockettes. And, uh, and so we said, grandma, we'll go see the Rockettes. It would be an amazing, we get to, you know, we we'll get to go for Christmas and it'll be so fun. And uh, so she, she was up for it. And so we, we went on this special trip to New York city and, uh, and then um, we saw the Rockettes, the Christmas spectacular. We saw beauty and the beast. We saw a music man and uh, it was an incredible trip. Something I'll always treasure. And then my cousin uh, passed away that April, surprisingly. And she'd had poor health for a long time, but she'd been doing so well in the last two years that it really surprised us all. And uh, and then my grandma passed away last year. So watching this with Broadway being closed, knowing that it really was meant a lot to me. I really loved it. And it's just so fun. I mean, all of the dancing is incredible. How in sync they are for everything is unbelievable and it does everything from like dancing santas to the live nativity scene to it's everything christmas that you could ever want <laughs> and so anyway i really loved it it was one of the highlights of christmas 2020 for me as watching this was really cool uh, as somebody who was new to it uh what did you think i really enjoyed it i mean i yeah. didn't really know what the Rockettes did because all I'd ever seen was them doing the kick line at the Thanksgiving break. Yeah. That's all I've ever seen of them. Right. So um, I think it's really cool. They're, they're fantastic job. And like you said, they're so in sync. Their windows and their placements and when they're moving um, formations is yes. just fantastic. I mean, I danced for years as a kid and I could never imagine like ever being anywhere near as good as that. So those those women they're they're fantastic unbelievable like, yeah like that whole s sequence with the so when they're the soldiers mm -hmm. unbelievable how yeah. in sync they are the wooden mm -hmm. soldiers it's it's so good i can't it, imagine like how much practice and like dedication it must take to be able to do that yeah yeah and uh and you know all the routines are just so much fun the dancing santas the, uh, the, the, of course, yeah, they are most known for the kick line, but it's, it's uh, great to see. 
And uh, it was interesting to me in this special, almost every single testimonial that they had about seeing the Rockettes, about going to the Rockettes, almost every single person was a person of color, which I thought was interesting because um, uh, I, I never thought of that as being a, a particularly like diverse show, but they certainly have diverse Rockettes. Um, but I don't know, I just thought that was interesting that, you know, there was like John Legend and, and uh, I can't remember on the top of my head, everybody, but um, I, I thought that that was interesting that, uh, that obviously the Rockettes have such a reach uh, beyond just like the, the musical theater buff and the musical theater fan, that there's something that, uh, people from all over. And that, I mean, that's one of the great things about Christmas is that it just has this reach to, to everybody that can enjoy about it and just be cheerful. I mean, and uh, like I said, they even have the nativity in there, which is really interesting. I mean, they just show it's anything that's, related to christmas they do yeah on there <laughs> so i highly recommend it it's not that long if you want to get in the christmas spirit and yeah. enjoy some great dancing be a fun one should... to just turn on while you're baking cookies or making dinner or something yeah even the music is awesome too so like yeah. if you're just listening to it like it's really good mm-hmm. really great songs mm-hmm. and yeah i i'd give it i don't know I mean, just even with that personal significance for me, I, I'd give it a, f- a five stars. I loved it. It was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. That is what we have to cover this episode. Uh, but let us know if you've gotten to see any of these things, what you think. And if you've gotten to see anything we haven't covered, put in the comment section. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, there's so much out there on so many different networks and channels and, and other things that uh, let us know what you've been watching. And uh, Amy, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at It's Amy Craig. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media. And we have so much great content coming up this next weekend. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure that you are subscribed and uh, following us. And if you are listening on iTunes, if you could leave your ratings and reviews, we really appreciate that. And if you are watching this video on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which has early exclusives and it has other great opportunities to get to enjoy. So make sure to check that out. And we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun merch. And we have our Zoom backgrounds, which you can get on our website for free that we're both using for this episode. So if you're watching the YouTube, you get to see them. So make sure to check that out by Jessica Miller. Uh, We are so grateful for all that she's done this season. So thanks so much and Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Thank you.